Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yup. Um, I'm really excited to do this episode because this is, this is my first one at school, and I've been excited to do some podcasts from school rather than at home, and I'm just really excited to be here. I got here yesterday. My mom moved me in, and I just felt like I was supposed to be here, and I felt like I, I'm just excited. It feels like I'm on vacation. Last year, I had a lot of anxiety. If you've listened to some past podcasts, you definitely know that um, I struggled my first year in college, but I'm just really excited to be here, and I'm excited to just, like, have a new attitude and um, not be so critical of myself and just not have so much negative self-talk. And, yeah, I'm just very happy to be here. And I thought it would be kind of lonely so far since only out-of-staters have moved in, but it's been great. I've been able to catch up with people and see some friends, and it is honestly so great. I'm really happy to be here. I, of course, miss my family and everything back home, but I've been gone for 10 months. And that's the other thing. It does not feel like I've been gone for 10 months. It feels like I've, like, it feels like I just went home for winter break, which is also awesome because it just feels like home. So, yeah, I'm just really happy to be here. But, um, yeah, so a positive thing that happened today is definitely just getting more settled and waking up in my dorm room. Also, that's the other thing. We're all in singles, and I love having a roommate, and I love um, sharing space with someone, but it is also a cool experience to retreat to my own space at night and to, like, not have to worry about, like, like oh, hopefully no one walks in on me changing, or hopefully... Um, yeah, just like not sharing the space, which I do love having a roommate, but it's cool that we're all in singles and that at the end of the night, after hanging out with everyone all day, you can kind of decompress on your own. So I really love decorating the entire room by myself and just, um, I made one of the beds and everything is in here as if it was a double. So I have two beds. So I made one into like more of a couch, like a day bed. And I have my other one that's raised and yeah, I'm just really happy with how it came out and it's really cozy. So yeah, but a positive thing, sorry, going back to the positive thing, um, I've just been able to settle in more and I hang out with friends all day and I went on a really nice run. It's been nice to run around here. It's a change of scenery from running back at home and it's definitely a lot flatter here than at home. So it was a more enjoyable run and I'm excited to do that tomorrow too. But um, yeah, it's been it's been really great and I know it will be an adjustment and I might just be in like the honeymoon phase right now but I am really excited and this is such a different perspective than I had last year I'm just happy so yeah um and while I this kind of leads me into what I'm going to be talking about today but since being here I've realized some of my irrational fears and irrational thoughts that I have at school and just in general. So I want to talk about those today because I think they're really funny and um, maybe someone else can relate to this. But yeah, I'm actually really excited and I hope that these make you laugh because I still fear these things, but they're so ridiculous that I laugh at myself. But yeah, let's get into it. All right, I've made a little list of some of my irrational fears that I have 
thought about and have definitely already played a role. Whoops, played a role in. Also, I'm in a very tippy chair, so if you hear like weird bumping, that's my chair. Um, but okay, so this is the first one. I have this really strange, irrational fear that like, okay, <laughs> that I'm that I didn't flush the toilet. And especially being in public bathrooms now all the time, I'm so paranoid. Like, even though I always do, but I leave the bathroom and I'm like, oh, what if what if I didn't flush the toilet? And I remember one time I went on a school trip in high school and we stopped at this like pit stop somewhere and we all used the bathroom. And right after me, my teacher went in and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I flushed the toilet, even though I definitely did because why would I not flush the toilet? Like, that's a natural thing. Like, you literally always do because it's so routine. So I don't know why I always have this fear that I don't flush the toilet, but it's coming out now that I'm um, in public bathrooms more and just in these, like, communal bathrooms. So that's been a treat, and that's been fun. But I don't know why I have this weird irrational fear that I never flush the toilet, even though I always do. <laughs> but, Yeah. Also, a really quick side note, it's nice, like, right now, obviously, because it's only out-of-staters that have moved in, it's not at full capacity, but I am, like, okay being alone, and I think freshman year, that was something I really struggled with. I had really big FOMO, and I was super nervous I was missing something all the time, but, like, I'm totally content just being in my room and, like, vibing and, like, just doing my own thing, like, that's something I really lacked freshman year, which I hope this stays throughout the year because um, it's really nice to not have like, oh, when's the next thing going to happen? And I think I was like burnt out freshman year because I was just like always on the go because I didn't want to miss anything. But now um, it's nice because I'm just all time to chill and, I, and I'm okay with that. Sorry, that was um, a random tangent. But another irrational fear I have, an irrational thought, <clears throat> is that, oh, I just thought of one. Hang on, I gotta write this down before I forget. <laughs> okay. Um, so I have this irrational fear that, like, and it, okay, let me explain it first. So I have this fear that, like, I'm gonna be in a group of people and someone is gonna come in with, like, their friend and be like, oh, this is so-and-so, 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 and they get to me, and they're not going to remember my name. And I have this crazy fear that they're not going to, which is honestly, it could happen, and it's valid because it's not like I'm a celebrity and everyone knows me. So, like, there are many times where I could be in a group of people, and they and someone starts to introduce all of us, and they get to me and don't know my name. But I get so nervous, so, like, I usually cut the person off, and I'm like, I'm Libby. Like, this, ha this has been happening a little bit because obviously I'm back at school and I'm meeting new people and I'm like, this is happening, but I just have this, this fear that like, I'm going to be introduced by someone, but they're not going to remember my name. Um, and then like, everyone's going to be like, Ooh, even though it's really not a big deal if they don't remember my name, <laughs> but yeah, lately I've just been like, I'm Libby. I've like cut off the conversation. So I seem like a little eager beaver to meet everyone, even though I just am so nervous that someone's going to forget my name. Um, this other fear I have, which happened a lot at home, is I'm nervous. I'm, I have this irrational fear that I always like hit something with my car. For example, one time 
I was driving on my street and I drove where I was going. And then on the way back, okay, this is going to get a little graphic and not graphic, but it involves dead animals. It involves dead domestic animals. So that's too much. Fast forward a little bit. But um, there was a dead cat on the side of the road. And I was like, oh my gosh, did I hit that cat? And I didn't even realize when like, I literally will run over a rock and my car will feel it. I've even run over chipmunks before. Sorry. And um, like, it's such a big bump. I'm so sorry. That's, this is so gross. I don't mean mean it to be gross, but like, I have this fear that like, if I see anything dead on the side of the road, I did it. And I just didn't realize, but that's so crazy because I would definitely feel it with my car or like sometimes like I once was driving into my friend's driveway and she was a really, really small dog. And even though I felt nothing, I got into the house and I was like, where's Pepper? That's her dog's name. And she's like downstairs. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, I have this weird fear. I'm going to hit Pepper because it was night. And she's a, and she's like this little black dog. And so I don't know why I just fear of like hitting animals and not realizing it or like some, one time I was dropping off, I had a friend and he got his wisdom teeth out. And so I brought him um, a pint of ice cream, but I left it in his mailbox, but it was during a snowstorm. And my sister was in the car with me and I just dropped it off in the mailbox. And then I left. And as I was dropping away, I was like, did I hit his mailbox? And she was like, what? And I was like, did I hit his mailbox? Oh my gosh. And like, sometimes I'll even go back and check I feel like it's kind of the whole whole thing with like, did I leave the stove on or like, did I shut the garage door? But just with things that like, I definitely didn't do like, and I, my sister was like, you did not hit his mailbox. We would have felt that. And I was like, but what if we thought we were hitting, we were running over snow and we actually hit his mailbox. I just, it's so weird that I think this way, but it's, it kind of is along the lines of like, oh, we left, we left town for the weekend. Did I end up like turning the oven off? I think it's kind of, under that category, but it's just so strange that it happens so often for me. Another little um, irrational fear I have is, okay, so now this is now, since I'm using these communal showers and it's like these like in dorms, um, I get so nervous when I go into either a bathroom stall or a shower stall that someone's going to like walk in on me, whether it's like the bathroom stall and like it didn't, I didn't accidentally like latch it all the way or if it's the shower curtain and someone's just going to open the shower. But that's so wild because like when you, if I were to walk in and see that a shower curtain was closed and hear water coming from it, I would not walk in and no one else would. So I don't know why that's such a fear of mine. Today wasn't as bad as I thought it would be because I took my first shower here um, since being back and it wasn't bad. But I remember that was a big thing last year. I was like, oh my gosh, someone's going to walk in on me and they're they're going to think they're going to an empty shower. But like, it doesn't work that way because you don't usually walk into a shower where you hear water going. So yeah, that's a treat. But I think this kind of all plays into imposter syndrome. And I know I've talked about this in a podcast before talking about like old high school stories. Um, And like imposter syndrome, for those of you who do not know, let me, I'll explain it first in my own words and then I'll give a little um, what do you call it? Definition. But the way I understand imposter syndrome is when you feel like you're not supposed to be there or like you're not supposed to be doing something, even though 
like you're totally allowed to be doing something or capable of something. So this is the definition that Google gives me. Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And I think I felt that way a lot <clears throat> with um, school last year just because, and I even felt that like coming here for the first time. Like I went for a run this morning and I was walking to the street and I was like, everyone's going to be judging you. Like you're doing this wrong. You're not like, why are you walking to the street this way? Like, I don't know. And it's, I think it's, I know I explained earlier that I don't want to be as critical on myself as I have been in past years, but like, I think we all kind of exhibit imposter syndrome a little bit. Like, even if I am in the dining hall, I'm like, everyone's staring at you, getting your food and wondering why you're holding your water bottle or like, you, everyone knows what they're doing. Everybody, everybody already knows what food they want and you don't or just like stuff like that. Like why using the pool table? You don't know how to play pool when like it's just there for fun. I have these like thoughts that are criticizing myself for normal things that people do. Like, yes, I walk out to the street from my campus to go for a run. That is normal. I walk into the cafeteria with my water bottle because I drink my water bottle at meals and nobody really knows what they're going to get. And not many people who use the pool table know exactly what they're doing. So that is normal too. I think being at school this semester, I hope to not have imposter syndrome as much, but I think the whole irrational fears kind of stem from imposter syndrome and not knowing exactly like, or just fearing you're not doing something right or fearing you're doing um, something the wrong way or whatever it might be. But I think in some way we all have imposter syndrome a little bit. And sometimes like I'll see someone crying or upset or maybe they're angry and I'm like, what did I do to hurt them? Even though I might not even know them. Like maybe it's, I passed by a student that I talked to earlier in that day once and then I see them crying later in the day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hurt their feelings when I talked to them. Like that's automatically where my mind goes. And I think that's so common. I think a lot of people put themselves in as the main character in all of our stories because like, that's all we know. And I think it's natural to associate yourself and wonder, oh, did I cause any harm to this person? Because it is like my biggest fear to hurt someone or to, I don't know, just like make someone feel bad. Like I, that is my worst fear. Um, so I think that's also like my mind automatically goes to my worst fear when I see something that is associated with a negative emotion. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, did I cause this? In what way, like, did I make this person feel bad? As if it's my fault when it's literally not. Um, this happened last year. This person was really upset. I'm not gonna give too much information because it would, it's just, I don't wanna give too much information about the person. But I remember last year, at one point, I saw someone really upset and automatically my mind was went, oh my gosh, what did I do to them? Like, did I say something to offend them? Did I, was I talking to someone and they thought I was talking about them in a negative way? Like every single thing my mind could go to regarding why this person was upset, my mind went to. Um, and then it ended up being like a family thing that they were struggling with, which was also awful. But like, like <laughs> I'm not just because someone's upset doesn't mean it was caused by me. <laughs> 
something else that I think everyone struggles with, and I feel like this is such like a juvenile um, fear, but I think everyone does. Sorry, I thought someone was knocking at my door. Um, I think someone, everyone, like, fear, whoa, feels this way in some way or another. Like, if a group is laughing near you, you're like, are they laughing at me? What? Like, like not everything revolves around me. But, like, or if people are quietly talking, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're talking about me. And they don't want me to hear. Like, I'm not on everyone's radar. <laughs> and, like, people don't notice me like not in a bad way but like if I'm walking with my friends to a class or to the dining hall I'm not like looking at all my surroundings and being like oh look at that person and I'm laughing at this person or talking bad about that person like I never do that so why do why would other people I think that's sometimes the fault in all of my thinking is I very rarely look at the evidence to support things um and I know these irrational fears are like funny and it's like what like hi, I, of course I flushed the toilet or no one's going to walk in on me in the shower or I didn't hit a dog with my car. But like, I think underlying that it's me not being able to find evidence to support things. And I know that goes hand in hand with a lot of anxiety is just having your mind spiral and going to the worst case scenario or making up the most crazy scenario. Um, but like, we all, whether you have anxiety or not, we all spiral and we all kind of think with our emotions in one way or another. I actually think when I was younger, I used to be much more of a logical thinker, but since growing up, I've become more of an emotional thinker, which I kind of wish I was more of a logical thinker. I'm a very, here's the thing. I'm a very logical thinker when it comes to other people's problems, which I think is very common. Um, so if someone else is having an issue and they're maybe spiraling or having a hard time, I'm like, all right, let's take a step back. Let's think about what we need to do to solve this. But when it's my own problem, I'm like, well, that person was talking to that person quietly. So they must be talking about me, which means everyone's making fun of me. And then it just spirals. And so I'm definitely an emotional thinker that way. And I don't always look at the evidence to support certain things. Like sometimes if I'm in a conversation with people and I happen to not be the focal point, and I don't mean like I need to be the center of attention all the time, but maybe I feel like boxed out. Well, that's because I feel that way. It's not because they're intentionally trying to like box me out of the conversation, which doesn't mean they don't want to be friends with me, which doesn't mean they hate me. Like that's where my, like my mind automatically is like, oh, I'm not fun. Therefore, no one wants to be my friend. Therefore, um, like I'm not going to make friends at the school. Like it just spirals and it, the emotional thinking really gets the best of me. And I think this past year being at home, I think I was able to um, dive into the little that a little more and just do some more self-discovery because there have been so many times where I've been in situations, so many times, I've literally been here for 24 hours, but like already I know that there are things that I've like, that have happened since being here that I know as a freshman, I would have been like, well, that's it. And like, oh, my life's over. Like I would have been, so much more emotional about certain things when really people aren't intentionally trying to hurt me or make me feel bad. They're not even at all. It's just me perceiving perceiving things that way, which is why I think sometimes irrationally I am nervous. I perceive that I made someone else feel bad. In addition to um, hurting someone's feelings as one of my biggest fears, elbows also freak me out because like 
elbows are like, but bam, I, I don't, I feel like elbows freak me out. I know that's really off topic, but like, think about it. Like, ouch, <laughs> fist of all, ouch. Um, <laughs> and then what are some other fears? Getting in trouble, especially now as a student athlete, um, I'm like trying to be really, really careful about, and just being safe in general, but about all the COVID restrictions here and really respecting them because I do not want to get in trouble. That's a big fear of mine and like then having consequences because of that. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird as I'm sitting here, it's so quiet and partly that's because I'm in my own little room, but like no one's here yet. And so it's, I, I'm very curious of what it's going to be like when everyone else moves in. I'm excited, but yeah, it's definitely going to be different. Um, I, it's, oh my gosh, I'm just really happy to be here. And of course I met, I miss home, but I forget if I mentioned this already, but I haven't even cried once. Let me tell you, I know it's been a day, but if you knew the amount of times I cried freshman year, this is a huge accomplishment. And I didn't even cry when I said goodbye to any of my parents or my pets or my house. And me and my friends at home didn't do this big, long drawn out goodbye. Like I am so surprised I haven't cried. And I already signed up sign up but made an appointment for my therapy to start back up again it's all over like video chat so it's very safe but i'm excited for that i'm just excited excited for this new semester and i'm excited for everybody else to get here and really kind of test my limit and not like in a bad way but yeah it's been comfy and it's been it's been whoa <coughs> hey i'm choking darn i'm out of water um Oh, that's something I hate, going down the hall to get water. Woe is me. <laughs> but just things, I need to get adjusted to some things, like wearing a mask everywhere. And, um, like, it's a production of wash dishes. There's no dishwasher, like, at home. Again, woe is me. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's been great. And these irrational fears, although I still have them, it's they either make me laugh or I try to stop myself and say, where's the evidence to support that? And I think it's honestly helping this year. And I think I'm, I had a lot of growth in the past year. 19 was a very impactful age for me, I think, because I turned 19 very beginning of COVID. And I think I've had a lot of growth this year. So although 19 maybe wasn't, oh my gosh, I keep choking. I'm sorry. Hang on. I don't even know what I'm choking on. I Um, even though it hasn't been the most, I literally ate so long ago. I don't know why I'm choking. Um, I might choke again. Let's try this again. Um, even though it hasn't been the most impactful year, I think I've learned a lot about myself and about how I handle different situations, how I view different situations in general. And I know I've talked, I've done a lot of podcasts talking about quarantine, but it is the main reason I started this podcast and it's the main reason um, like I am where I am right now and, oh, got a little email. Let's see what's from. Never mind. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so although my irrational fears can be a lot sometimes, eh, it's part of being a human. I'm really excited to begin this new chapter of my life and it's really nice to feel independent and not so reliant on everything. Like I've, I do think that I had a better quarantine experience than other people, 
it was hard for sure. And I went through very big ups and downs, but I have a very supporting family and it was nice to like eat with them every night and um, be able to be surrounded by them. But it is a very different experience to be able to be independent. And I feel like, like, I don't know, I'm just, feel, it's just really good to be back. And Sorry, there's a lot of people talking outside my door. Um, but I'm just, I know I've said I'm so excited so many times, but I'm looking forward to a new outlook. And I'm just, I, it's cool that I am by myself. Like last year, I was very rarely, and granted right now I don't really have much of a choice because not many people are here. But last year I was very rarely alone because I feared being alone. That's another one of my big fears, but that's not really irrational. Um, and I feared being alone because not only that I felt like I was missing something, but I was nervous of how sad I would feel when I was alone. I remember one time I was hanging out with people all day and then I went to the gym alone and I was crying on the elliptical. I think I've told this story before, but I was just sobbing on the elliptical and people were like, okay, who's this crazy girl? And like I'm full I'm fully confident that I can just like do my thing and I'm very happy of the growth that I've had and I can't wait to get started and continue this chapter of my life because there was a little break in it with quarantine but I'm ready to restart and pick up where I left off but with a better attitude <laughs> Well, thank you everybody for listening and I hope you're all doing great and I hope that your 2021 um, is going to be a great year. I know everything from 2020 isn't going to magically go away just because it's a new year, but I'm rooting for all of you and thank you so much for listening to my podcast over the next, over the last few months. It's definitely going to be different doing them in school with all of my work. It's been nice to, with my winter break, to be able to just focus on this, but I know that, obviously, I'm going to be in school soon. Um, So bear with me, but still intended that every Thursday there will be a new podcast. Please promote this podcast to anyone who you think might benefit from it. Again, I'm no expert, and I don't claim to know all the answers, but if I can just help one person or if I can maybe relate my stories with with one other person, then I think that... Oh, if you hear that little chair. Sorry, I don't even know if you understood what I said. I said if you heard that little chair. There was a room next door to me in their chair. Okay, I don't know. Um, but if I can just get through to one person, that's my goal. Plus, I'm not re- I'm not in this for listens or views, but I just, when I hear people say like, oh, I really related to this podcast, it makes me feel good. And it makes me also feel like I'm not alone. Just like you're not alone. We all are struggling, but we're all here for each other. Um, Like always, if there's anything you want to um, bring to my attention, ask a question, leave a comment, you can email this podcast at okayyuppodcast at gmail.com. That's okayyuppodcast at gmail.com. I love reading um, anything that I hear about this podcast. And yeah, so next Thursday, I will be out with a podcast. Oh, also, I realize I'm so sorry. I think last podcast, I said that I was going to do the next few with guests, but I had a family emergency the week when I was going to film all those. And so it 
didn't quite work out, but now that I'm at school, I can maybe get some more guests. So, hey, if you go to school with me and you want to do a podcast with me, let me know. But I hope you all have a spectacular rest of your day or night. And, um, yeah, so join me. Thank you for listening and join me next time on OK Yep.